On this Pete and Kimber podcast, we'll scratch up some of the best bits of the show. Scratch up your share of $9 million with Monopoly Scratch and Win. It's back at your nearest Lottery West retailer. Play responsibly. 1-800-858-858. This is the Pete and Kimber podcast. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Welcome. Just thought I'd present you with something, just a little bit of fun here. Yeah. Just something light. I okay. mean, often we sort of come in here, we've got a bit to chat about. Um, I don't have much to chat about today, so I just oh. I just saw this and I was like, oh, you might like this. Okay, cool. Thank All you. Right. You ready? Yeah. It's just a fact. Yeah. Just a fact. Here we go. Your lips touch for only four letters of the alphabet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A, B. No, that's one. Yep. C, D, E, F. Oh, no, that's just teeth to to lips. Yeah, you're not that as in touch yet. H, I, J, K, L, M. Oh, there's one. There's another one. N O P. There's another one. Q R S T U V W X Y and Z. And there you go. Do you say Z or Z? I say Z. I never say X, Y or Z. Not when I'm doing that. I tend to say Z when I'm talking about the letter individually. When you say, we're going to go through from A to Z, do you go A to Z or A to Z? It's oh, weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is weird. It's um, weird. From A to Z. A to Z. No, I tend to say from A to Z, but I always say Z if I recite the letters of the alphabet, but then if I'm talking about the letter individually, I say Z. Mm. Never mind. Wow. Just curious. So four times that your lips meet, was just it was just a sort of... It's just something I saw. Just a I was like, fact. I was just like, oh, that's, that's interesting. And then I... It's one of those where you see it and no matter how hard you try not to, you can't help but do it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like when yep. somebody says to you, oh, you can't touch your nose with your elbow and you You're give like, it a go. Just watch. Yeah. And you look like an idiot. And it was much cleaner than what I was going to bring you for the podcast today. What were you bringing? I was going to bring you something called Jelkwing. It what, sounds like a Harry Potter sport, but it's not. What's Jelkwing? Um, it's a bizarre new trend that men are trying and I think I just want to preface it by saying, um, men, you are not the sum of your penis. You've got so much more to offer. Oh, thank God. And you can just let this whole big penis, small penis thing go. Like whatever you're obsessing <laughs> over. Let, let it go, guys. Let whatever go. car you're buying to make you feel better, whatever, just just let it go. Okay? Because it doesn't matter as much as you think it matters. And mm. it's affecting some of your behavior and some of you are making terrible choices. And those of you who are gelqueen, the doctors have advised, please stop. Just don't do it anymore. What is gelqueen? It's a new trend that people are doing, um, that men are doing to make their penises larger. And it's been going viral. So that's why they're quite worried and specialists are saying, please don't do it. But essentially, it involves firmly pressing a thumb and index finger. Now, this is not like the alphabet where you can't help but do it. (laughs) (laughs) So don't don't do it. Well said. The gel queen involves firmly pressing a thumb and index finger at the base of a semi-erect member. So what are you doing? Pinching it? What do you when you you're, say you're, a thumb and yes, index finger? Yes, you're pinching it and then dragging it forward, much like you do if you were trying to squeeze toothpaste out of a tube. Oh, so your your thumb and index finger is around the penis, think, but at the base. I think, like an okay symbol. Yes, yeah, and then you're stretching it out. Now, the idea of it is that it causes these micro tears inside the tissue of your penis, and then when that heals, they come back slightly larger. 
the tears heal a little bit larger, almost like a scar tissue. And so they're saying that people are doing it to give themselves a larger penis, but it's actually really dangerous because they're saying it can cause permanent damage. It can cause penile numbness and take away the nerves and creates, basically, it's more harm than good. So don't do it because it can be really bad for you. But apparently people are trying it. Is there any anywhere at all where anybody said this has worked for me? Anywhere? Well, I guess no. It's just all the people on the internet sharing it around. It's like viral, right? So it's like planking. <laughs> so it's so the new viral TikTok challenge. It's planking. It's, it's <laughs> gel quick. You know. Yeah, but it's, a, you it's know milk what? milk crates. It's all of the things. James is going all right, right? Your partner, James. He's doing okay. <laughs> what, just in life or in the penis in department? In the penis department. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's great, right? So no, Now that's, that's see, you can sit on that side of the fence and go, guys, let it go. It doesn't matter if it's big or it's small. You're not the sum of your penis. It's easy to say that when you're a guy with a good-sized member. When you're not, it's not as easy to say that. It's, you know what, wouldn't mind a, wouldn't mind a couple of extra sure, inches. Sure, but I mean, I wouldn't mind being a little bit thinner. I wouldn't mind having slightly larger breasts. I wouldn't mind, like, who cares? I think that lots of men get really obsessed over it, and I'm telling you, lots of women don't care the way you think they do. Yeah, but if it's if it is tiny, right, to the point where... You know, is it in yet? <laughs> yeah. Really? Let's think about it. Like, if it's all well and good for, to say, oh, well, I'm telling you, man, gel don't queen's worry. not the answer. Don't worry, blokes. Like, it's okay. You know, if I'm just looking for someone who's a good chat. No, mate. Like, women want a bloke in the bed who can, who can, you know. Like they, they don't if you want think it. Is it all it comes yet. down to your penis? No, that's no, part of the problem. Not all comes down to it, but I reckon it's. Like it, it, it forms the basis of a lot of issues in relationships. Take okay. mine, for example. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> anyway, oh, what else God. is on the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you told us about some gross parasite. That oh, was fun. The horsehair worm. Who wants yeah. to learn about a parasite? In, um, um, totally wild segment. Yeah. We spoke to Gary Barlow from Take That. Mate, he hung around for a bit with us. That was nice. It was very nice of him. I would go as far as to say we made friends with Gary Barlow. I today. agree. I agree with you. Um, we had a chat with our instant couple. No, mate. You had a chat with our instant couple. I had a session. I sat, I sat back. Like a person behind the double-paned um, glass mirror thing where they can't see us, but I can see them. And I just watched it all unfold and the, watched you take mm. these guys from Splitsville to, no, we're still into each other. We're, we're good. I think we can still do it. This is our couple that we are trying to get to fall in love by Valentine's Day. They're total strangers, but both single. They were both keen. They might have texted a few things and upset each other without realising. Mm. But I think they're talking again and we're all good. Where'd you get stuck? It was a bit of fun. Heaps of fun. Um, talking about people giving us calls to tell us where they got stuck. And yay or nay. Yay or nay. That's a good one. Yeah, really good. Uh, there you go. Have a podcast. Enjoy it. Now, when we were doing a little bit of research to prepare for our next guest, um, I mean, massive, massive guest. We're talking about Gary Barlow here from Take That, right? Mm-hmm. When we were doing research... Basically, what we landed on was just how incredibly perfect this guy is. Oh, just angel walking around on earth, Gary Barlow. Yep. Um, So we've put together what we call an opener in the biz, right? It's a little thing with bells and whistles at the top that introduces the star. But this one's a little bit longer than what most of the ones that we do are. All right. Now, Gary Barlow's there. Gary, are you ready to take a listen to this thing? 
No, I'm nervous now. No, 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 no. That. <laughs> Trust me, you'll love it. This is this is in case you've never heard it before. This is how perfect you are. Oh have, God! Have a listen. It's time to introduce our next guest, Gary Barlow, lead singer of the British group Take That. What can we say about Gary? Well, he's one of the UK's most successful songwriters, having written 13 number one singles. Gary has received six Ivor Novello Awards for the British Academy of Songwriters, Composers and Authors, including the award for Outstanding Services to British Music. He sold over 50 million albums worldwide. He's also raised millions and millions for various charities around the world, which included a sponsored climb to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro to raise money and awareness for the famine in Ethiopia. He's such a legend. In 2012, he was appointed an officer of the Order of the British Empire by the Queen. And speaking of the Queen, in 2010, she asked him to personally organise her 86th birthday, which she did, and saw a few hundred thousand people rock up to Buckingham Palace to see it go down live. So please welcome to the Pete and Kimber Show, the best human to ever live, Gary Barlow from Take That. (laughs) Need me say more. I want a copy of that for my kids to tell them how great I am, really. That was what, guys. Thank you. That was absolutely. I'm glad you left all the bad stuff out. That was absolutely wonderful. Oh, thank I mean, you. Is there bad stuff, Gary? It's such a delight to talk to you. We and we do know you're a sweetheart. But go on, tell us what's the one thing, like I guess one silly thing that turns you into an angry bear. Like, oh, is it hearing gosh. other people snore? Is it driving in traffic? Like, what's that really unreasonable thing that makes you an angry man? Flight delays. I hate flight delays. Those yeah. bloody airlines. <laughs> They're always delaying us. I yeah, get it. That's pretty it. And that's I thought you're, it. you're uh, like the lead singer of UK's Take That. What are you doing taking cattle class like the rest of us? I thought it's you'd so be true. private jetting around the it's, place. You, you're right. Tell, tell our management. Yeah, tell them. <laughs> hey, tell management, them. if you're there, <laughs> if you're listening, didn't you just hear what we just played? Yeah. Far thank out. you. Guys, seriously, thank you for that lovely intro. I love that. That's great. Oh, Gary, you've done so much. We're just so (laughs) thrilled. You're coming to Perth. We get to see Take That. And I mean, Take That is now, it's so intergenerational. Like, you're going to, you must get a very varied crowd nowadays. We do, you know, we really do. Uh, old and young, and and it's it's lovely. Uh, I mean, we feel so lucky. We've been together for. 34 years now we've been together as a band and to be able to still come out and do lots of shows i mean this is kind of a long year of touring for us we start in march and i think australia is actually one of our last stops at the end of the year uh, but we're really honestly looking forward to it and you pre- and it's probably no secret that you've seen we're coming in sort of spring summer so we'll be bringing our bathing costumes with us ready for some sunshine it'd be lovely dude if you came any other time of the year i'd be like did you do no research <laughs> i know i know <laughs> who let you know that what, happen though? you joke we we actually did that in like it was something like 2006 or something we did a 13 month tour and it was planned all wrong. We were in the winter for the whole 13 months. <laughs> and we've never made that mistake since. Um, yeah. Now, yeah, Wednesday the 30th of October, RAC Arena is when you're taking over. First time since 2017. And you're bringing Sophie Ellis-Bexter with you as yes. well. Um, FrontierTouring.com for tickets from Tuesday the 13th of February. And we will have your first tickets in town right here on Mix 94.5. Um, Gary, we've had, as soon as we mentioned that we're speaking to you, we've had so many fans 
reach out to the show, say, hey, can we ask him a question? Oh. Would you would you be able to take some questions from our mix fam? Sure, please. All right, so we've got yep. Stacey. Stacey's on the line with us. Good morning, Stacey. Say hi to Gary Barlow and ask him your question. Good morning, Gary. I'm so hi, nervous. Hi, <laughs> How are you? I'm, I'm very well. How are you? Good. I've been a fan of you for over 30 years. You're my, like my oh. teenage idol, so oh, I'm really thank nervous. <laughs> thank um, you, just, thank you. I just, I just also wanted to know, I loved the Queen as well, and I seemed like, you know, in her later years, you did spend some time with her. What was it like hanging out with the Queen? <sighs> Do you know what? I've, I am very, very lucky. Um, we, uh, I did a concert for her in 2012, and it was two years in the planning, uh, and I had to go and meet the Queen every month for two years. It was so cool. So cool. And of course, you, you've probably read the news today. We are all saying our prayers for our king at the moment because being a Brit, we love our royal family so much and it's real tragic news. And uh, we're sending all our best to the whole royal family, as I'm sure you guys are too. Yes, of course, that King Charles and his unfortunate cancer diagnosis. Um, yeah. We've got uh, Chris here as well. Chris, go ahead. Uh, tell Gary, Gary Barlow your question. Gary, wife Hello, and I Chris. absolutely love you. We were going to use you as our wedding song. Um, we didn't. We went with Barry Manilow, but still. Much better. You're in the right. Much better. I'm wondering, though, because there's this thing about artists that if you catch them, like, humming or singing their songs, it's a bit lame. You, I'm telling you, you must sing Take That Songs in the Shower. What's your Take That go-to song in the shower? <laughs> Yeah, I use our songs to warm up to as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's quite useful because, I, I mean, you know, I have a style of songwriting which often means I go from chest voice to head voice um, and it's not so typical in, in, in lots of music. So um, I, I tend to use my own songs to do that and I would sing Back for Good. Back uh, for that's go- quite a good warm-up song. Sing yeah, Back yeah. for Good. What, what Barry Manilow song did you get married to? I'm interested now. Uh, can't smile without you. Of course, lovely, yeah, lovely, the classic, amazing. Right. amazing. Good on you guys. Uh, we've got Anya here. Anya, say hi to Gary Barlow from Take That. We're on the phone to him at the moment. Um, feel free to let him know your question. Hi, Gary. How are you? Hello, Anya. Are you okay? I am. I'm very nervous, a bit like yourself at the minute. I have been a massive fan of you and all the boys since your days of rolling around in jelly. So, so I, I, <laughs> what? That was That's where they won me over the, to, Anya. The jelly, yeah. <laughs> what's, this? what's the jelly? You have, you ha- oh my god! You have to watch the video of rolling around the jelly and the outfits. They were, they're still my favorite to this okay. day. All right. We see. We need to bring yeah. it back. Bring it back, yeah. yeah. Bring it back in October. We'll do okay. a warm up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my question is: I don't want to cause any like aggro now in the group, but is there anything you prefer about being in Take That now that you didn't like the first time round during the nineties, and why? Well, do you know what? I'm not going to be too shy when I say this, but when in the nineties, um, we you know we were new to it, and we had management, and we had our record label. And I've got to be honest with you. They used to boss us round. They did. They used to tell us what to do, when to be up, all the rest of it. Do you know what? Nowadays, I'm not taking any of that rubbish. I I tell them what to do now. There you go. I'm just going to put it out there. Nice. I want I want raspberry jelly, not That's lime it. jelly. <laughs> I want M and M's. Hey, we've got one more here for you, Gary Barlow. You. This is Amanda. Go ahead, Amanda. Hi, Gary. I'm a big fan. Oh, thank <laughs> um, you, Amanda. I- Thank you. I, yeah, my uh, my husband uh, surprised me with a uh, Gary Barlow lookalike 
uh, and sound alike for our wedding um, oh, in a video. That's a good man. He is He's a good a man, but I actually, I'd actually had a few drinks and thought it was you. <laughs> <laughs> best, best night of your life, Amanda. Great. We've actually got, we've got audio here. Have a, have a listen to this Gary Barlow impersonator. Hi, good afternoon. Well, I'm here for one very important reason, and that is to say massive congratulations to the beautiful Amanda, who is getting married to Dean. It's, it's you, what's, mate. what's it cost to get budget Barlow? <laughs> you know what? That. It wasn't as expensive as he thought as uh, he thought it would be. But the funny thing was my husband had to break the news to me after the wedding that it wasn't really you. <laughs> <laughs> the accent. You know, the problem is with those impersonators that some of them are really good, really good, and it always worries me. Don't worry, mate. He's doing half the workload for you. Yeah. No, I'm it's worried true. we've actually got the impersonator on now instead of the real Gary Barlow that we've spent <laughs> in the last 10 minutes. Um, Gary yeah. Barlow, what a pleasure, mate. Take that oh, coming to you. Perth. Wednesday the 30th of October, RAC Arena. Tickets from FrontierTouring.com. Is there any chance that when you come to Perth, you would stop by the studio and say g'day? Oh, I should bring the guys with me and we should all we should all come and see you for we sure. We would love that. Drop by let's and see bo- us. Let's book it in. That's perfect. Book it in. Yeah, book it in. I like that you say book it in because when I say we should do that to my mates who want to catch up, it usually never happens. So <laughs> They say book it in. Let's book yeah. it in. All right. Yeah, Good yeah, on you. Yeah. Gary Barlow, what a pleasure, mate. Thanks for oh, spending thank your time you. with us. Thanks, guys. Look after yourselves. Yeah, you too. Pete and Kimber's Instant Couple. So our instant couple, the two singles, uh, they are willing to fall in love by Valentine's Day. They are Matt and they are Tanya and they join us in the studio now. Good morning to you guys. Good morning, morning. guys. It's been about a week. Was it a week ago we introduced you? Oh, we did the year or something? Yeah, it feels like a year. year. Now, Now, Pete and I, we're just, we're vibing. We're vibey people. We go by the vibe. Pete and I sense a shift in the vibe today. Are we... Are our yeah. spidey senses off? No. We've, we've spoke every day. Yeah, we've Have spoken you? every weekend, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Because well, we'll... I, I, don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I, it's all well and good when the mics are on. I don't buy it one bit. Just, my spidey senses are just saying there's a bit of a shift. But let's give everybody the update on where we're at because mm. uh, some people might not know that we've just randomly put you two together. We thought you'd be a good match. And we've sort of forced you on a few dates yep. to get to know each other. Let's go back to the beginning, right? Take a listen to this. Hi, I'm Tanya. I'm 37 years old. What I'm looking for in a guy, someone that looks after themselves, someone who's emotionally intelligent. Um, I like the English accent. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm 39 years old, originally from Bradford in England. I'll fall in love straight away. Like, me personally, I could fall in love in two weeks, so three weeks is a given. <laughs> so baby, if you want me Falling in love with someone in three weeks You've got to show me love Is definitely doable Tanya and Matt, they're in the studio right now and they are both blindfolded. Matt, I just need to get you to repeat what you said moments ago about Tanya. She smells like a meadow. A meadow. She smells like a meadow. A meadow. Tanya, we got any reports on how Matt smells? Anything? Oh, hang on. Yeah? Now, now get right in there, Tanya. Don't be shy. Oh, look at it. Sounds good. Okay. Right now, we're going to get you guys to touch each other up. Oh, I feel oh, scared. Let's, 
they're like investigating each oh, other. Should go up. Oh, look out! She's right in the in oh. the arms. Oh god, she's right on his chest. I don't know how far can I go. I said, oh. Did you just grab she his hair? She grabbed his hair. The chemistry in here is unreal. Yeah. All right. Literally embraced around the hips right now. They're getting closer. They're, Guys. They're... Oh, he's really close. <laughs> oh, you oh two. God. We're about to remove your blindfold. Three, two, one. He's handsome, he is handsome. Do you reckon? What yeah. colour of my hair? I like it, I like salt over here. Big smiles on both of you. Yeah, good. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Tanya and Matt, we sent them to Julio's restaurant last night to have an actual meal and a lovely date together. You know, one thing led to another. Yeah, so we just thought, like, you know, we may as well kiss and see what it's like. You know? Oh. Okay, so what was it like? So that's the story so far of our instant couple, Matt and Tanya, in here. It was beautiful to listen back to that, right? Yeah, Yeah, it's good. What a journey. Yeah, what a journey. It's only been a week. It's been a big week. Tell us what's going on. Have you been in contact every day or Yeah, we've we've text messaged every day. Yeah, we've texted every day. We've spoken on the phone. How much have you seen each other? We haven't seen each other. That's (gasps) the thing, yeah. You haven't seen each other. Hang on a sec, sorry. Turn the spotlight on, please. Why haven't you seen each other? Because I've got my little girl, so I kind of haven't separated that yet. Okay. No, yeah. that's okay. So, because you're not quite ready to introduce your little that's girl right, to yeah. a new partner, we did people say understand we're that. Try, and I said I'm going to try and get away for a couple of hours, but um, I just, I just haven't managed to. No, it just didn't happen. Okay, yeah. but we've still spoke, still. Yeah, we've been sent, in touch. Messages, yeah. yeah. Okay. How is, I'm sorry, but I just feel like you guys like it just. I'll you're be, so I'll far away <laughs> from each other at the moment. There's something's just, off. What's I'll going honest, on? There was the. I, I even heard it on the radio yesterday. You know when you can read, feel a text message. Mm. Yeah. I got that, but I checked on her. Bed sure she was okay. What was the text message? Just they were just off a little bit. Um, okay, so, so I could from feel it. I could so feel from your something. perspective, Matt, do you feel that Tanya has done something or dropped the ball or done I something d- to make you? Like, I felt like I had done something wrong, so I just I could feel the text messages off. Okay, Tanya. No, it wasn't that he did like. Well, Tanya, come a bit closer to the oh, microphone. Sorry. That's all right. Um, no, it was Thank more that okay. I did. Um, I did say like we should really try and get to know each other off air and like text. And I guess if we can't catch up, just you know talk. Yes. More. And I guess I can just treat this as if we were to meet on like a dating app, and that's where you'd get to know each other. Is mm-hmm. why you can't c- catch up with people all the time, so yep. you just do what you can. And then I, I kind of felt like there wasn't a lot of effort on his part. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. So what kind of, when we say we've spoken every day and we've had texts every day, have you guys discussed your expectations for that? Like some people go, I like to be messaged all day or I only, she, I expect did, yeah. where it works. She, so we, she, do you both know where you stand? She yeah. made it clear. And like, is that achievable for you, Matt? It is. And like I, I say this all the time, every day is a school day for me. So I'm still learning. So yeah, my lack of communication might have come in there somewhere. Okay. So... If we're just being upfront, then maybe there's been a bit of lack of communication, or maybe just in the beginning. But you haven't lost flavour for this. So no, you're definitely right. not. You're, no, you're both no. interested, but you think maybe you've both. I thought I'd done something wrong. No. <laughs> okay, so are we no, good? No, Can it's we? It's more that I, I, I told you what, or I, 
you know, I no, she was good. set my expectations and then they weren't met, I guess. If I can't, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. Do you no. know what I mean? So but this is good then, communication, yeah. though. So you both know what are you what are you thinking, Matt? Now is this is this achievable for you, or is this feeling stressful for you, or something you can't do? No, Maybe it's, I'm just needy. <laughs> it's something I'm. Oh um, God. <laughs> I'll be up front. Okay, this is my first opinion. This is my first impression, Matt. And I could be wrong. You gave me the impression that you might be the kind of guy who falls pretty hard in the beginning and goes all in, and then stops because he gets caught up in it and stops and goes, oh, hang on, maybe I've gone in a bit heavy instead of just working it through and scaring yourself out of it. I think so, yeah, a little bit. Um, But like I say, my communication can be down sometimes. So, yeah, I agree with you there a little bit. Okay. And we want to get you past that point. It's like, oh, my goodness, this is is – Amazing, but then the reality of all of the stuff that you have happening yeah, I'm around like a, you I'm sits like a, in. I've been like a little kid since weekend. Yeah. I was like playing with maracas and stuff. Mm. So you're excited. I'm still. excited still. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to be all right and make sure that everything's fine. Okay. And- so Matt, it sounds to me like you're feeling a little bit bad that maybe you didn't meet the end of the bargain when Tanya said what her needs were, but you're both still yeah. enthusiastic. Yeah. 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 Definitely open. Okay, guys, hold We've hands. Got a Can I get you to hold you? hands? Hold hands, all right? Let's, let's remember what we yeah. like about this, each other, this right? This is good. This is good. <laughs> yeah, come a bit closer. That's just, it. That's good. We've just got to talk about what's going on for us. We get through it because we would, we want to help you on Plenty this journey hands. and we're trying to break old habits of mm-hmm. maybe meeting people and it not working out. Yep. So we've organised something for you now. Yep. We're going to send you off to have a photo shoot together. <laughs> We're going to do a couple's <laughs> photo shoot. Cute. Oh, you won't need those clothes. It's a nude photo shoot. <laughs> oh, even better then. <laughs> so we want you to get this fun back again, to remember that you've, mm-hmm. every time you've spent time together, you've enjoyed yeah, each other's have. company. You've gotten along thing. really well. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah that, and that's the thing, because we have so much fun when we're together. Oh, she's funny. She is funny. I am funny. Um, <laughs> but it's just, yeah. It's okay. Like, okay, let's turn it back on then. Well, that's what we're doing. We're going to send you off on this photo shoot. Don't overthink it. Just keep communicating. All you have to do is talk about what's happening for you and right, be okay. up front. Yeah. Cool? Yeah. Isn't, isn't, Kimber we're back great? On track. isn't Kimber great at this stuff? <laughs> Honestly, is. me and my wife were headed for divorce before I got on this show. <laughs> like, it was... It was... <laughs> <laughs> we're back on board, guys. We've got this. Um, okay, we'll send you off. Photo shoot still to come. Keep listening. Keep following along with the instant couple. Matt and Tanya, thank you. This was good. This is thank a you. good session. Good okay, session, good. everybody. Good, good session. We want to hear from you this morning when you've been stuck. Where did you get stuck? There was a video that has been rolling around. It's had something like 20 million views over the weekend. Um, and people kept asking me about it. So I thought many people must have seen it. And it is a video of two women that are locked outside of their house and one of them is trying to climb into the window and the other one gives her a bit of a boost to, like, get her up over the window and in- inside. And as she is kind of a sliding, I guess, down the inside of say, the window. You're going to say, have you ever seen, like, a slug try to sort of over the top and, and just all slimy? Yeah. And as she's her. coming down headfirst on the inside of the house, her dress sort of comes down and she ends up with her boobs pressed up against the glass. Take a listen to this. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't breathe. I can't. 
I can't it, breathe. I it, can't. It turns out they're sisters. The other sister is on the other side of the window, cannot stop laughing because this woman is like stuck to the glass with her breasts out. It's and so it funny. Is, it's a very funny video. Now, the extra to this video that you don't know about, Pete. What extra? There's, a, there's an extra story behind the video. So apparently this happened last June. And oh. the video circulated around a couple of their friends, these two sisters. They sent it to a couple of friends and everyone's been having a bit of a laugh. And then one of their friends has gone, oh, no, 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 I'm putting that on the internet. That is <laughs> hilarious. Now, so what happened is they were actually out for the day. They came back. They realised they'd locked themselves out of the house. But she was absolutely busting for the toilet. She needed to do a wee and she just couldn't wait. So she, that's why she was like, I've got to get into the house. Yeah. While she was hanging upside down with her breasts against the glass. Oh, she did. Because the other sister was laughing so much. No. It set her off laughing and she wet herself. <laughs> so while she was hanging there, she was weeing and they interviewed her on a breakfast TV show, like one of those breakfast morning shows. Yeah, yeah. And this is what the sisters said about it. Lisa, what was the <laughs> moment where you thought, I can't. There's nothing I can help with here, I, and, I, and this, I, is, this, has got, this has gone a little I bit south. it was when the left one came out. <laughs> yeah. 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 God, really, while I was hanging, I tried, and then they both, and I just let yeah. go of everything. And, and you, when you say you let go of everything, you actually did let go of everything. everything. You actually wet yourself, didn't you? I weed around my neck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the I weed, weed around, around my neck. neck. The video is hilarious. Look, honestly, it'll come up anywhere if you just uh, search for it, but... We want to know where you got stuck. Yeah. Now, not as in like, you know, you were driving down south and your car conked out. None of that sort of stuff. No. You mean as like in... the time when I was a child and we were going to the Royal Show and I was so excited about it, I jumped up on the bus seat at the bus stop, just celebrating and screaming, we're going to the Royal Show over and over, yeah. and then my leg fell through the wood slats. No. And I got trapped in the bus stop. <laughs> Trapped in the bus stop. Yeah, I couldn't get my leg oh back my out. Oh, my God. That's that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Stuff like, you know, it's so stupid, but it happened to you. It's like stuck in holes, stuck in gaps, stuck in places that you shouldn't be. Like that sort of stuff. Love it. All right, here we go. Uh, Beck in Erskine, good morning. Where'd you get yourself stuck? Morning, guys. How are we doing? Good. Good, Beck. Mm, yeah. So I was at my 6-7 camp and we went down to Margaret River. And there is a uh, cave that's called the Poo Chute. Well, why is it called you, the Poo Chute? Because it's very, very tight to get out. Right. You've got to like crawl around and slither, and to get out, you have to go face first. Well, I got stuck uh, <laughs> going that way. Um, they tried everything, and they were nearly going to call in rescue. And then I stopped, and. Um, I was like, wait, I turned around and came out backwards. Oh, good job. Yeah. I yeah. love that call on a year seven camp to mum and dad, like, sorry, Beck's stuck in the poo chute <laughs> and we don't know how to get her out. <laughs> Michelle in Thornley, what happened with your son? Where did he get stuck? Um, he got stuck in the school fence. His leg got stuck in the fence. They were kind of like the, you know, the pool fences, the security ones, all, all vertical, which is the horizontal at the top and bottom. So he and his friends were trying to climb the fence and just clown around, then all of a sudden his leg just wouldn't come through, his knee for some reason wouldn't come back out the fence, so he was stuck and we're trying to hold him up so he's not, you know, hanging, 
And the teachers tried, they tried powder, cooking oil, dishwashing liquid, they coated him in everything. And then had to kind of, we had to lay him down flat and then twist him slightly on an angle to be able to get the knee out through that way. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at this kid covered in condiments from yeah. the canteen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we tried butter yet? Judy and Armadale, when you were 10, where'd you get stuck? Uh, so when I was 10, I was at school and I needed to go to the girls' bathroom. Um, our school had been burnt down, so school was being held in um, an old local hall. Pretty old building, lots of warped wood, and of course the toilet door got stuck on me. So I decided to fall under the toilet door, um, and my skirt and everything got bunched up. I actually got stuck under the toilet door with my white knickers on show. Um <laughs> And it got worse because the person they sent in to rescue me to climb over the toilet door and try and unstick me was the boy I had a mad crush on. Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Pete and Kimbers, yay or nay? Hello, Rummy. Hello. How are you? Good. We've missed you this morning. I missed you guys. I I didn't miss you. It was a busy show. Yeah, huge show. fun show. But look, yay and nay, three topics and three seconds to make up your mind on each topic. Are we ready? Yeah. First one, small talk. Three, two, one. Yay. Yay? Yeah. What is wrong with That's you? That's why guys? we're both good at our jobs. Love small talk. If oh. we didn't have small talk, we'd be stuffed. We'd be we'd be doing something completely different. Small talk is a good thing. And small talk, you you get a chance to find out things about people, even just random strangers that you might meet when you're in the waiting room at surgery or something. Like just it's it's great. And even in like in the elevator at work and yeah, yeah, I think small talk matters because I think one of the biggest things our community suffer from is loneliness. And people need to mm. feel acknowledged. So when you it's walk past people on the path, sweet. you say hello or you have a little chat in a line. It makes people feel like they're around, that well, they exist. I have a confession. I can't stand small talk so much so that yesterday I was in the kitchen at work heating up my lunch mm. um, and 30 seconds in, someone came in and did small talk and I just took out my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even cooked. It was 30 seconds. No, you just you need to know. You just time it for 30 seconds that's so the beep is done. That's how much I hate it. <laughs> Second one. Saunas. Three, two, one. Yay. Yay, I mean. For a very oh, short oh, period of time. Yay and A, not yes and I just did that. For oh a very God. short period of time. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a sauna. Oh, I'm too hot. i got to go out and get some fresh air. Come back in. I see people who do the like they do the hot cold plunge, so they they do the sauna and then jump into the ice bath and then back into the sauna. And apparently, it's very good for you. It's meant to dilate all of your vascular system, so it opens it right up. Mm. Yeah, love a bit of dilation. It's too sweaty. I just don't like that hot feeling. No, nah. do you nah. like that hot feeling? <laughs> Kids in cars, hour guys. Kids in cars. Right, mate, they're at school now. Let's and go. third one, <laughs> having a lucky number. Three. One. Yay, Yay, but I'm indifferent. Yeah. Right, because I, I've, I've always felt the lucky number for me, or the number that I've liked is like the number 13. It's, like an, it's an Italian thing. It's an Italian superstition. I've even got a little gold chain that's got 13 on it. It's never worked for me. All right, Taylor Swift. That's her lucky number. Oh, is it really? Yeah. <gasps> that's the silly My thing, besties. is that you kind of decide your lucky number when you're quite young, and yeah. then you hold that number and you go with it. But so far, it hasn't revealed any luck. Like, ultimately, we should wait until something amazing happens and then take that number. But yeah. instead we just pick something at random. Have you got a lucky number? Yeah. What? 33. Why 33? Don't know. Why is yours 13? 
I gave you a, I gave you a reason why mine's 13. Because every other Italian has the same number. No, that's not why. <laughs> Isn't I that what he said? Hey, was that's I not a, listening? Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty sure that's what he said. That's a better reason than I don't have a reason. I, at least it's a reason, and it's it's tradition. Like there's heaps of Italians that have 13. I got give it to her on a gold chain. That's why I've got 13. Mate, I took oh, it sorry. next level. I just and plucked I'm... a random number out of the sky. 33. Mum and Dad are fighting. What do I do? I took it next level, and I was born on the 13th, just to like really take your number, but then just pick another number as well, so I got them all for myself. You just added 20. Mm. Yeah. just got them all for myself. All right, guys, you can we'll... share 13. No, Good. So don't interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, are we, uh, do you have a lucky number or are we done? Um, I, no, I, 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 you, if someone asks me, I'll just say three, just to feel inclusive. Why does everyone like three? Yeah, I, I know. know. That's so weird. Kara, do you like three? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't been listening, have you? Jeez. No. <laughs> On this Pete and Kimber podcast, we'll scratch up some of the best bits of the show. Scratch up your share of $9 million with Monopoly Scratch and Win. It's back at your nearest Lottery West retailer. Play responsibly. 1-800-858-858.